Hello, and welcome to the Canyon Home Podcast. I'm your host, Theodore Leaf, and we're here to talk about all things home, food, life, and style. Today's topic, I think, is in the home and life categories. We are going to talk about some techniques and tips to really heal yourself through your home. How does your home really affect your personality, your day-to-day attitude, the kids call it your vibe, all the things. Um, I have some interesting concepts and ideas that have worked for me and things that I've been noticing as I've been really paying attention more that I'm really excited to share with you. We also have a really fun hotline here on our beautiful podcast channel. Are we a channel? I think a station. I don't know. Um, Anyway, our hotline is 312-465-HOME. That's 312-465-4663. And you can call and leave a voicemail with any of your questions relating to home, food, life, or style. So give us a buzz and we will feature uh, your call hopefully on an upcoming episode. But without further ado, let's get into it. This concept of healing yourself through your home has been something that's been bubbling up inside of me for months now, as I've done a lot of work with everything from therapists to meditation to reading and reflection. And what I found is the more I have things at home together and and have those things sort of in, in, in the, a good harmony the better I am and the the easier my days go. And that can look many different ways. It does not mean that the home is ready for a magazine shoot every day or that everything is perfect all the time. Not at all. But what it does mean is that when I am very intentional about how I go through my day and how I set up different things and make sure that things are sort of humming along, I just feel like a completely different person than if I'm focused on being overwhelmed or disorganized or focusing on all the things that aren't working. And one of the things that I learned way back in hair school was that one of the reasons that a lot of us tend to cut our hair when we have a breakup or something like that is because our hair is the one thing we can control. And I find the same effect can happen with your home. So if if you're having a stressful situation or you just feel like everything's sort of overwhelming and you make your bed, it's one thing that you can do that will say to yourself, I'm setting myself up for success. And I am definitely a bed maker. It is not something that I necessarily grew up focusing on doing. It wasn't on sort of the proverbial list. But as an adult, it definitely is something that I'm like, no, I'm going to live in a home where we make our bed. That's just how it is. And I would say probably about 99% of the time throughout the year, that bed is made. And it just does set me up for a good day and and for sort of saying to myself, all right, we're going to keep it together. We're going to to be effective. We're going to be productive today. 
And that is just so simple. But it's not just about the chores part. A lot of times when we think about homekeeping or homemaking, we're just constantly talking about work. But it's not always about the work. Uh, Oftentimes, it's just about setting yourself up for a moment of enjoyment. So for example, I wake up in the morning, if if I haven't made the bed, because Matt's still in bed or whatever, I, I wake up and I sort of scan the house, I make my coffee, I light a candle, I usually put on some like light classical music, this would be an ideal morning. Um, the dogs are still asleep and I'm usually, you know, checking on Instagram or reading a book if I have a book going and just sort of slowly slipping into the day and having that candle available with the lighter available, having a cozy robe to slip into, having a clean coffee mug, having the coffee available, Um, having everything in working order and clean. Those little things that are going well, that you've thought of, that you've prepared for, that you have uh, created systems around, when all of those just sort of click into place and you don't have to think about them, you are healing yourself from past trauma, from stress, um, and you are setting yourself up for success. And I find this sort of connection between me doing the work to set up specific parts of the home and then pressing play and seeing that work out in a good in a good way. And another example will be all right, I'm going to go cook a, a pretty simple dinner tonight. I am I'm actually going out with a friend, but Matt's going to stay at home. I'm going to make him a quick dinner. And knowing where my peeler is, knowing where my knives are, knowing exactly what shelf my cutting board is at, being able to sort of effortlessly dance through the kitchen and pop together a meal is something that is incredibly healing for me because I really like cooking. I very much enjoy it. And I also like not having to think about where things are. That simple, simple act. I know I keep saying everything's so simple, but it all adds up. The fact that I can just open a drawer and know that something's there and move forward makes me a much happier, more calm, less frustrated person. So that's, again, that connection between setting up your home pressing play and enjoying it. I think so many of us just focus on the setting up part. We forget that we're supposed to enjoy it, right? So that's another sort of concept. Now, it's really easy for me to sit here and talk about all the things that are working. However, trust me, it wasn't always like this. And it is always going to be a work in progress because a a home is a living, breathing thing. It is constantly changing, shifting, adapting, and you're never going to always be 100, okay? But if you just keep trying to get things humming along one by one, one category after the other... After a while of trial and error, 
you will find yourself realizing, oh, wow, I finally tackled how to fold that fitted sheet. Or I finally sorted out a routine that works for me so that I don't end up climbing Mount Laundry every single week or every two weeks. Or, gosh, I'm really proud of myself because you know what? I spent a lot of money on those bathroom fixtures and I finally figured out how to get the water spots off of them. I'm over here raising my hand because that was one of my journeys. But often we'll be in the middle where we have an intention. My intention is to finally organize my linen closet, okay? And we roll up our sleeves and we have this idea. We saw a blog post. We watched a video, something that that got you going. You read a book and you reorganize the closet, and you're so excited to show your partner, your roommate, whoever, your neighbor. I love showing off organization. I'll show anyone. And you find yourself three weeks later looking at that closet, and it is a in shambles. It is a shadow of its former glory. And you can think to yourself, I'm just not good at being organized. I, I'm defeated. Or you can say, well, that clearly didn't work. So how do we how do we shift? What didn't work? What did work? How do we adjust? And really taking something as rudimentary as organizing a linen closet and keep trying. I'm saying this from experience. I probably tried to organize my linen closet six or seven times until I finally got into a groove and a system that worked. It works repeatedly to where when I open that linen closet, I know what I'm going to find. I know what's there, where it is, what condition it will be in. I just know. And if I was across the world and someone was staying at my house and they needed a washcloth or shoe polish, I would be able to direct them exactly to which shelf and which direction all of that is. So again, it's not perfect. It's not always perfect. Um, I'm not saying the linen closet isn't always perfect because it's pretty darn near perfect pretty much all the time because I really don't mess around with that. But what I'm saying is I'm not trying to portray some image of everything's perfect all the time. But what I do want us to sort of, you know, sit into is this idea that you can keep trying you can move forward, you can strive to be better. And it's for you first, really. Uh, An area that I could really try to do better is my personal clothing closet. I have an eBay addiction, and I love clothes. I love vintage clothes. I love new clothes. I just love them. And my closet's very, very small. So I'm constantly kind of having to like groom that area and like go through it and edit and, and futz and figure out ways to, you know, fit one more hanger or fold one more item. But it is something that I care about and I try really hard. So yeah, it's not perfect, but the intention is there. And I will say that at the end of the day, I can find what I need and I do know what is there. So let's just say I'm at that part. I'm not at the part where I'm sort of kicking back saying, I got this linen closet thing down. Okay. Once I get my clothing closet down, I don't know, I'll put a big, beautiful Instagram post or I'll put something on the website and and declare victory, but I'm not there yet. Okay. (laughs) So 
Uh, I'm just telling you there are space, there is space for that. Another part of my house that just doesn't work for me right now still is my pantry. I have two pantries now because once we were in a pandemic and we were all freaking out that we weren't going to be able to have groceries, I was like, I need to build a proper pantry. So I actually did physically build it with saws and screws and nails and paint and all that. And I'm really, really happy with that one. That's more for canned goods and certain staples like that. My daily pantry is something that fills me with a little bit of dread. And I have posts about it. I have videos about it. I have different things that I've tried, but it's something that I'm still, I still haven't quite mastered her yet. And it's definitely a specific area that is not what I would call ideal, but my home is 900 square feet. So I've tackled other areas before, and that one is, I've got my eyes set on that area. It is definitely going to happen. So the point being is there are places and parts of your home that can, once you master them, bring you a ton of joy and really soften the edges of daily life. My drawers in my kitchen are that, my linen closet is that, my bathroom is that. Um, honestly, a, a very, very large portion of our home is very, very healing to me. I have spent years cultivating that energy in many different ways. And, it, and it's not just organizing and it's not just cleaning. It's also setting up. It's also decorating. It's also surrounding yourself with things that are beautiful to you and to your family and to your friends that that create a certain uh, atmosphere that's welcoming and restorative. So things like houseplants. Obviously, I'm on Instagram. I know y'all have houseplants. Um, I'm a proverbial houseplant buyer, and I've kept two or three of them alive for over a year. So I will give myself a gold star there, but that's, that's one little detail you can think of. Music can be very, very healing in a home. Um, and thinking about sort of the cadence of music during the day. So like I said, I like to start with like a light classical or there's a I Google a playlist all the time called coffee table jazz, and it's a different playlist all the time, but it's usually something I really like to sort of wake up to. And then, you know, during the day you might be working and not a music person or whatnot, but then in the evening time when it's time to pour the wine and dim the lights a little bit, I love like old standards. I love the soundtrack to the midnight and of the garden and good and evil. Um, I love just that sort of classic, like Billy holiday. It just gets me in that wind down mood. And that is very, very healing, especially if you've had a stressful day or if your partner, husband, wife, roommate comes in and they've had a stressful day, you can sort of think about ways to set that and, and make that more of a healing moment versus just, just another day, you know? And it's just these subtle cues that when it's the candle and when it's the music and when it's the lighting and when maybe there's something delicious bubbling on the stove 
and you open the closet and everything is folded and nice and you look at the bed and you feel like you're in a beautiful hotel and you go to the bathroom and the towels are fresh. Like, do you see where I'm going with this nice like cadence of just when you keep reinforcing these bits and pieces around the home, you can't help but feel wonderful. And that in itself is incredibly healing. And it is something that I strive for all the time. And even if I'm not home, I will still make a bed or offer someone a coffee or offer some wine. Like I try to always kind of host, even if I'm not the host, I'm always kind of paying attention and creating those little moments. Maybe I'm dimming a light somewhere. Maybe I'm, you know, doing things like that to make it sort of shift the, the energy. And I realize that these are things that I've been doing for so long that they come very naturally to me. But it's also one of those things where I want to share with, with you tips and ideas of how to do that. So hopefully this sort of like broaches the concept of, again, that connection between if you do this, this, and this, you can create this feeling. And like I said, some of them are, you know, sexier than others. So like candles and music versus organized drawers and closets. But when you connect all of those different elements and let's say you get five of them going, all right. So let's say your drawers are organized. I'm giving, I'm like doling out little gifts here. You have organized drawers. Okay. You have an organized linen closet. Your laundry situation is under control and you have beautiful tea lights and fabulous music. So those are five things you've got going right now. We're just, we're, we're saying that when all of those click into place and swirl around you, you will feel like you have made it. <laughs> Made it, made it, made it. And then you'll see another area. Okay, I'm going to go work on that. And then you'll, you'll be able to have the fuel to keep it going because you've gotten the result from the work that you put in to do the organizing, to do the cleaning, to set up your space. And it really is incredible the way that you then take that good energy and put it out into the world. I find myself smiling more at people, even if I'm wearing a mask. Um, I find myself less irritated in traffic and with, you know, what I, I call them surprises on the road. And anyone who lives in LA understands this, just surprises on the road can be anything, <laughs> but they happen all the time. I just find that when, I'm really intentional about how the home is and I feel like I've got things going in a good groove. I just find myself a lighter, brighter, softer, and kinder. And I just really wanted to share that connection with all of you because I think it's really easy for us to believe that we're just going through the motions or 
that maybe we just tend to take these things a little bit more seriously than others. But I find that when we really acknowledge, again, that why aspect, when we really acknowledge that, we click into a different place and it just all works that much more. This is not going to be a long episode. I, I really feel like I wanted to get this out there. I wanted to share sort of how I'm feeling. And I really, really want to know if this is resonating with you. There are a couple ways that you can do that. You can rate the podcast. You can also leave a review. Or you can call us on the hotline, which is 312-465-HOME. Again, that's 312-465-4663. And you could also email me, Theodore at TheodoreLeaf.com, if you have something to share about this concept. My goal in every video, every article, every appearance, everything that I'm doing in this space, my goal is that for all of us, you find it healing, whether it's a DIY project, a recipe that makes you happy, a craft project that makes you happy, anything. If it heals a certain part of you that needs a little love and attention, I'm doing my job. So I really, really appreciate you taking your time. I hope I'm finding you doing something like baking bread or folding clothes or antiquing or driving somewhere, picking someone up, wherever I'm finding you, I'm really, really, really grateful that you've given me your time. It is a gift. And uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you all think about this and continuing on this endless journey of healing our homes. So with that being said, I will talk to you all next week.